Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Rhonda Head, for Indigenous Superstars. And welcome to the show tonight. We have an awesome guest this evening. And, and uh, before I get into that, um, I just want to uh, apologize for um, rescheduling the Grammy winner, Jimmy Lee Young, last week because uh, there was fires going on in California and it was affecting the, the internet connection. So we're going to reschedule that show when, when the fires die down in, in LA and pray that the the fires stop burning the um, the beautiful forests and, and, the, and the area and the land in, in uh, California. And, and I'm coming to you live from uh, Bigetti, Manitoba, in uh, the heart of a Pasquia Cree Nation. So welcome, uh, welcome this evening. I'm streaming live on, on my Facebook fan page, on my personal page, on the Indigenous Superstar group page, which you can join. Please join. Uh, it's also on my Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Rhonda underscore head and also on the YouTube channel. And uh, you can join and subscribe the, the YouTube my YouTube channel so you can not miss a show with the awesome Indigenous artists that I have been interviewing. And I'm on my 25th artist, and I'm just going to... Oh, before I introduce the guest, I just want to um, have, uh, say a shout out to Alan Grayeyes. He's he's one of the champions for the for all of us Indigenous artists uh, uh, in Canada and and uh, and throughout the world. Actually, he's so awesome, and and he was he just won what he was awarded, uh, and uh, what is it? He received a 2020 Manitoba Art. Manitoba Arts Award of Distinction and it's so well deserving and, and I want to congratulate Alan. Love you for all the work that you do for us Indigenous artists. Hi, hi. So I'm gonna read the read the um I'm gonna read the uh oh I've got to show some uh, people here making comments. Hi. Hi Erin. Nice to see you. So I'm going to read the the bio for Kurt Young. I mean, he, he's an amazing artist doing wonderful things in the uh, in the community. Kurt Young is an international entertainer, singer, songwriter, grass dancer, artist, and actor from the Kawasis First Nation in Saskatchewan. His album won Best Blues Album at the Indigenous Music 2013 and also got a nomination outside of the Indigenous category for World Album of the Year. In 2020, Kurt worked with over 5,000 youth doing school shows. Even with the pandemic, Kurt has been busy doing uh, several school and community paid shows through Zoom. Kurt's music embraces storytelling as a solo artist. Kurt is an artist designing porcupine quill jewelry, keeping the old tradition alive with a contemporary feel. And let's welcome Kurt. Hey, Kurt, how's it going? Good, how's it going? Oh, I'm, I'm busy. I always say COVID's got me busy. <laughs> oh, wow. You know, it's really uh, quite the change, that's for sure. As we were talking uh, previously, I was saying that one of the things that I 
have been nervous about is doing uh, videos and watching myself, but you know, I'm kind of getting used to it now. Yeah, it's kind of becoming becoming our new norm for for artists, right? It is. We get dressed up, you know. We get our beaded ties and everything on in our living room. Uh, hopefully, you like my little background here. It looks great. That's awesome. Yeah, yes. I know when when I first did my first online show, I was so so nervous. Like I was more even more <laughs> nervous when I did a, a live show. <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny. Yeah, I can right? you know. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. So so yeah. So I'm gonna ask you a, a couple of um, uh, questions. And the first one is like, what what inspired you to get into music? Well, I would say it leads back into my childhood. Um, as you can see, like on my websites and on most of my stuff, I always talk about how music is medicine. And the reason I believe that is because I grew up with a learning disability. I had problems at the time they called it a, yeah, at the time they called it a learning disability. I had problems keeping up with the rest of the children um, in the schools, in the cities, um, with reading, with writing and math. And so I was put into these special education programs and, you know, um, I was put into to tutoring programs and all these different programs to try help me with my education. And uh, one thing that I, I found when I was in that was a guitar. And uh, picking up a guitar actually was the only thing that helped me with my education. It, it helped me with my self-esteem as well. Um, so that's kind of where music um, began for me is through a healing tool and helping me with my learning disability. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so cool. So can you tell us what, what um, inspires you to write and compose your music? Well, I think like it's important for us as artists to take a picture of what's happening now, but always respect, you know, our our ancestors. And, you know, that's why I believe uh, storytelling is a part of our ancestors. And uh, we might become those ancestors in the future. Um, so I believe that it's important to write what's happening now. Uh, write what we see with Indigenous rights, uh, with the Indigenous movements, with the Sisters in Spirit, uh, with all the positivity that I see traveling around the country where I've known more than one First Nations person to be 25 and never touch a drop of alcohol or drugs. Um, you know, those type of future, you know, touching on that, on those subjects, as well as, you know, some of the more harsher subjects that happen in our community. So just, you know, taking a picture of that is basically what inspires me to write. Yeah. That's awesome. So now we're going to get to hear one of your songs. Sure. So yeah. Out of the screen and you have the. Yeah, this is the. Uh, Uh, 
generation. Free thinking population. There you go. My generation. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Yes, thank you. That's really cool. Thank you so much. Yes, it's a uh, it's a song that was actually inspired by an elder. Um, I was expecting an important phone call and or email, and my phone buzzed right while he was talking to me, and so I checked it, and then he told he gave me a lesson. You know, like I looked up, I realized that he saw me look at my phone, and it was disrespectful on my part. So it was a very good learning lesson for me. Um, and he just said, you know, I, I look at a, a, as, uh, you know, our our technology as, a, as when First Nations first got knives, when they first got knives, um, that, you know, they could, uh, you know, survive quicker. They could cut their hides quicker, but they could also cut themselves if they didn't know how to use that knife. And he compared the technology to the knife. And he said that, you know, um, maybe after you're done with all of your statuses and updates and stuff like that, when you look up, your elder might not be there. So I was just like blasted. I was blasted back like, wow, like just totally took the lesson. And that was that song was inspired by that elder. Yeah. So. Wow. That's powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And yeah, that's a good lesson for all of us. Right. For sure, pay attention when our elders speak and put our our technology away, for sure. Yeah, that's a powerful lesson. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's, uh, uh, one of the songs I wrote, for sure, yeah. Awesome, thank you. So so the the question I have for you, it was, uh, you wrote it on your bio about um, doing... Um, Zoom work, work uh, working with the schools through Zoom. Can you can you expand on that? Yeah, um, we actually got uh, contacted by uh, Saint Beeb's. So let me first say that uh, I have a partner that joins me. Uh, her name is Pearl White Quills, um, and we have a group called the Healers. And uh, the reason why I like to always bring a female because I used to go around. Me and my bro Dallas Arcan. We had a good show together where it was just the two of us where we traveled around. And um, one of the uh, principals said, you know, it's really nice what you guys are doing, but it'd be nice for you guys to have something for the girls to look up to. You know, so after uh, uh, Dallas and our show had had ended, um, I started to collaborate with women. And so um Pearl actually joins me and it kind of makes a balanced uh, uh, circle. Um, So we've been doing um, school shows for the last two years. Uh, Last year, I did 35 schools. As as the bio said, I worked with over 5,000 youth uh, uh, from across Canada. So it was amazing. And so some of the schools contacted us and said, listen, we have a Zoom site that we'd like you guys to join in. Um, Because we talk about, uh, you know, the drum, 
You know, we talk about the drum story. We talk about uh, the flute. So basically the instruments that we use in our performance. And we talk about how we can use it in as a teaching tool. And so a lot of the schools were interested in us, um, you know, joining the, their Zoom sites and um, giving these lessons because it's kind of a, a workshop slash performance, you know, storytelling. Um, and then we do uh, kind of a medicine wheel um, activity where uh, they can easily just have a piece of paper and draw the medicine wheel out. And then in the four quadrants, they can write different things. So it's it's something that's very accessible. They don't need uh, to have anything to download anything. They can literally draw these things at home. And so it just kind of uh, was an easy process for us to do. That's awesome. That's incredible. Five thousand youth to you. Yeah, to no, it was a it was a wonderful year, and it, and of course it was before the uh, whole COVID uh, and um, pandemic um, had happened, right? Uh, so it was um, you know it was amazing to 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 get to to you know be feel the energy from the kids because it's really amazing. So so uh, you mentioned you play the flute. What are, what are all the um... Uh, the instruments that you that you play um, um i play um in my show directly i play the hand drum i play the flute um and i play the guitar um i mess around with drums piano and bass as well but i don't play those in my show um it's just uh um basically those those instruments yeah that's so cool that's so awesome to 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 know to play all these instruments for your show that's really cool and so, even for the dancing like i want to say to the crowd out there that you know i never started dancing until i was 35 um so you know don't think that you have to grow up in a powwow family or you know feel intimidated uh, because it, it it is you know it is definitely a challenge to get on the dance floor with with people who've been doing it their whole lives, you know that was my most intimidated part about you know dancing and stuff, um, but it's been a huge part of what I love to do and it is a huge challenge. Um, sitting in the crowd watching these dancers, it looks easy, but when you get out there and then and after the second minute is like wow this is real like real hard work so um i really enjoy um dancing as well grass dancing and and that's part of the workshops that we bring in um to the school before the pandemic and stuff as well i would get in my outfit and and talk about that as well yeah it is it is a challenge dancing because i dance too i dance women's traditional and and it, it's a lot of work. You gotta be in shape, and, and you know, yeah. it's like Paul Olympics watching them dance. It's lots of work, and and you know, you can you have to prepare and and uh, and exercise because it's a real big workout. And you have your muscles have to be prepared, and your your stamina, your your lungs have to be. You know, you have to be in good shape to to dance. So I, I totally understand. Probably. Yeah, I totally understand what you're what you're talking about. And it's so, good exercise, yeah. Yeah. So before we were we were talking earlier, and you mentioned you you traveled to different parts of the world. Would you can you share share that yeah. with us? Yeah, definitely. Um, so um, 
with the bringing the education into the performance, it's really got uh, to open some doors uh, for myself and whoever I'm performing with um, at the time, because there's things like the World Indigenous Youth Conference that happens. And so um, when I got to go to Peru um, and at the time, um, the group that I was with was called Young Medicine. And we got hired to uh, go to Peru and uh, perform and um, do our thing. So it was really, it was an amazing experience. Uh, we first got there, I'll just share this little bit of how powerful our culture is and, and the connection between Indigenous people. Um, as we were performing, um, right at the end of our performance, a gentleman puts up his hand and he has plain clothes on and the rest of the crowd had suits on, like suits and ties and stuff. And this guy had regular clothes on. I wasn't sure. So I looked at the the host because he's putting his hands up and saying, can I speak on the mic like from the crowd? Right. So I'm just like, whoa, this is quite different. Right. So I look at the host. The host says, yes, let him just just let him. So I, I gave him the mic and he said, listen, I'm an elder. Um, and, and I didn't know, you know, I, I just was, this is my first time at, at this event. I didn't know anybody, but he says, I'm an elder from um, the area. And he said, I saw this woman, which was Jamie, uh, Jamie Medicine Crane. It was Jamie Medicine Crane and myself and the group of Young Medicine. Um, he pointed at Jamie's outfit and he said, I saw this outfit in my dream about seven months ago. And he said, in behind, he said, what I thought was really strange as he's holding the mic, I'm pretending to hold the mic. He says, uh, you know, um, I thought it was strange because I seen a guitar behind this girl dancing, you know, and it's just, it's strange because I know that it's drumming. And he said, and now I know who I saw. I saw these two. And he actually gave her a condor whistle, which is, equal to an eagle whistle in our tradition so it was just that was the beginning of our trip that was like our first uh day in in Cusco so it was just amazing and we got to do a ceremony on this private area in Machu Picchu if you could believe that with wow. one of the elders from there and an elder from the Blackfoot territory they exchanged uh, ceremonies with their pipes in Machu Picchu. And I got to be sitting there a part of this here, you know, and I'm just like, this is so crazy. But, um, you know, it, it, it's just where music takes you. And I'm sure that you've experienced these things where you just can't believe that you're sitting in the circle with these people on the other side of the world um, and music and your drum and, and flute and dancing has brought you there, you know. It's totally incredible. Wow, that's an awesome story. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. When I got invited to an Aztec ceremony in Guadalajara, mm -hmm. and I danced in my 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 traditional outfit. It was fifty pounds. We we danced for five miles. We prepared for that ceremony the whole night, and then uh, I was the first Native American woman to be part of that ceremony. And and that that ceremony was to pray for rain for the crops, and it was so powerful to be to be included in, into their their um, their ceremony. And 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 
it, there was probably like tens of thousands of Aztec dancers being uh, participating in the ceremony, and it was so powerful. And, and we, we may be in different parts of the the country, but our 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 um, praying and, and ceremony are, are kind of, they're similar, right? They're they yes. practice for the four sacred um, directions and, and uh, you know, they have their own different smudge and, but it's mm -hmm. very similar, but, but different. And yeah. it's, it's very powerful and, and uh, empowering at the same time. And, and yeah, music can, gets us to experience some really wonderful, wonderful things. And you get to meet really beautiful people from, from all over the world. It's just amazing where music can take you and, and following something. And that's, that's what I talk about in, in when I get in with schools is that every one of those kids has a strength, you know, it's just finding that strength and they might be different strengths, you know, like for me, I never knew that, you know, guitar and, and music would be my healing tool for myself first and foremost. And then I could ex express and share that through, through it, you know. That's awesome. So with that, we're going to hear your second song. So you'll okay. have the screen. Sounds good. I want to dedicate this song um, to anybody that's uh, dealing with a family member that uh, is going through addictions. Uh, this song is called This Is My Story, and I wrote it for my brother Joe, and uh, he passed away, and that's what inspired the song. I think we, as artists, use music as a way to heal. Um, but it's not only the... Um, the person who's addicted that goes through it, it's the family members. And so that's what this song is also dedicated to. Everybody has a story. Only they could tell. Nobody's listening, but I'm free as ever be. I'm This is my story. On street, on This is my story. This is my story. This is my story. Thank you. 
on fire. The demon sleeps again. You can judge if you need to, but I'm free as I'll ever be. On this is my story. On straight, on This is my story. This is my story. This is my story. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. That was so cool. So I just wanted to acknowledge the people that um, joined us here this this uh, this evening. Um, Erin, she's from the United States, and Neil Morris from from Australia. Hey, what's up, people? How's it going? Yeah. So thank you for um, tuning in tonight, and and also uh, Pin. But I, I realize uh, summer's starting to come to an end here, and and uh, thank you for um, for joining us. And and uh, you know, you could be outside enjoying the weather and the last of the summer. And I really appreciate you coming and and joining to listen to to Kurt Young and his amazing story and music. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and thank you, uh, Rana, for having this wonderful avenue to be able to share our songs and our, our music um, and, and what we do as artists, you know, it's really important for us to keep singing and uh, keep uh, getting our words out there, keep uh, writing and, and making things happen for sure in our community. For sure. So where can uh, we find your music online? Um, actually, this is my story. is is a brand new single that you can get on all the uh, major platforms: iTunes, Spotify. Um, you can get it on CD Baby, iTunes. Yeah, all the major um, platforms of download. You can you can uh, get this is my story by Kurt Young, um, and it made it into the top twenty on the countdown as well. So. Um, oh, right. Yeah, it's it's a gonna be a acoustic album that's just basically acoustic in my voice, um, and that's one of the songs that was uh, on it. You can download it and check it out. Yeah, awesome. Well, congratulations for your um, being on the Indigenous Music Countdown. That's a big honor for for yeah. all of us musicians out there. Uh, so I just want to um, say that uh, that we're coming to a close for this interview. And this week I'll be interviewing Raven Reed and also 